to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me this evening, I've got a photographer uh, who has uh, worked in the Milwaukee music scene for a while and has uh, done a lot, an immense amount of work uh, um, shooting uh, local artists and talent, and uh, she's really good at what she does, and I'm excited to get to know her better. So, um, Ariel Kasolki, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm peachy. Um, it was a rainy turned cold day. Um, I don't know if you made it outside at all, but oh, I yeah. haven't. <laughs> yeah. um, I've just been uh, a lump in bed uh, pretty much all day, but uh, it looks like it's getting pretty cold out there. Yeah, it's pretty cold. My uh, boyfriend and I actually just moved into a new home together. So uh, we're cranking the heat. Um, I wanted to do some yard work and all of that exciting things, but uh, the weather's not allowing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was snowing in the state today. Actually. I don't want that. No, no. <laughs> it is October 18th. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, um, I hope we don't get another snowfall like we did on Halloween last year. Nope. Yeah. Uh, where are, where are y'all staying now? Oh, uh, we are right outside of Bayview right now. Cool. Awesome. I'm over in River West, um, where all the beer slugging hippies live. <laughs> I actually used to live in River West. It's, it's a lot of fun. But um, I've bounced all over the city at this point. Um, this is probably my favorite spot so far. Awesome. Good. Well, that's very exciting. Uh, congrats to you and your partner. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so um, what have you done today? Um, I've edited a lot of photos, honestly. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to be working from home at uh, my main job. And I've been offering some socially distant photo shoots as well um masked and everything so it's it's been very comfortable with with everything that's going on luckily that's good awesome well that's good that you know you can still uh be productive uh from home and whatever um awesome so what we talk about on mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and uh, so we were uh facebook friends for a while before like we actually met, but I believe the first time we met was last year at the N43 Presents show at the Cooperage. What a that night. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good ass night. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thankfully, I didn't get too drunk when I was hosting that night, but uh, it was, it was so much fun. Um, a lot of very talented talented individuals coming out of n43 um i uh we at breaking and entering we like to call n43 records the pop factory uh because that's essentially what they are right now they've got some of the most talented pop artists in the city absolutely yeah um so you know i i was familiar with your work uh because you know you've like you mentioned earlier you've shot a lot of milwaukee artists and whatever um so ariel we'll start with uh did you where did you grow up 
Um, I have bounced around a lot growing up, um, but I was born in Madison, so I spent a good part of my childhood there. And then um, my parents div divorced when I was pretty young, so I was uh, between Madison and Milwaukee most of the time and uh, somehow found my way back here. Very nice. Awesome. Um, so uh, tell me about when, like, photography, like, when, I guess, you know, to put it in even simpler terms, when was the first time you ever touched a camera? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I was very, very, very young. My mom was very snap happy. So uh, she always had like a disposable camera laying around. Um, she has photos of me stealing said disposable camera and taking photos. Um, so very young, but I got my first like little point and shoot. I think it was like a sharper image camera it looked like a like the old i i uh, ipod touches and i'd say probably 2007 2008 maybe when i was little yeah i had one of those disposable cameras too and i thought it was so fun and like awesome but then i lost it at the zoo <laughs> and i cried about it i would cry about that too yeah, I think I left it in like the bathroom or something. I don't know. But it, it was very disappointing. Um, but those, I remember those like little, like the, um, the point and snap cameras were the shit. Yeah, you absolutely. Kid. You can still get really cool shots off of that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, um, when you were younger, like when you were a kid, like what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, I was the most indecisive child in the world. I would go from, I want to be a rock star to I want to be an entomologist. I went through a phase of really liking bugs. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's that's um, a really fascinating field of study for sure. Of course. I, I think the biggest one other than like an artist of any kind was probably uh, forensic anthropology. Wow, damn, that's... What does that exactly entail? Um, well, I would bounce between, again, the indecisiveness perpetually. Uh, I would bounce between like anthropology for museums, like digging up like uh, old like remains and stuff. It's, it's kind of weird, but uh, then also I was obsessed with like CSI and X-Files and any like crime shows or anything of that sort. So I also went between being like crime scene tech or uh, forensics in that sort. So, yeah, so, I was a strange child. <laughs> oh, I was too. Don't, yeah, like, I think that the, the strange children turned out to be some of the most unique and interesting individuals of today. Absolutely. You know? um, a lot of the creatives that, uh, you know, I've talked to on the show, we're also weird kids, and that's an encouraging thing. Um, when So tell me about when you kind of started gravitating towards photography. Um, I think it, well, photography has always been a huge interest, but I think where it really started to, uh, to like take off would have been, I'd say maybe 2008, 2009. Um, I was going to a lot of local shows with some friends and taking photos on like a basic little camera that everyone had as a teenager. Um, and then the bands actually started liking them and people started liking to see them. So figured why not invest in something better? 
and just kind of went from there. I started working locally and then just expanded from there working for small publications um, and then eventually got my first photo pass in 2010, I believe it was 2010, maybe early 2011. Yeah, what was it? Uh, all time low, yellow card and hey Monday. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds angsty. <laughs> it was great. Full of angst. Amazing. Where was it? The rave? Of course. <laughs> oh, definitely. I used to work at the Marquette Starbucks. And uh, I remember when All Time Low was in town like three years ago. Um, we had a, someone, someone from like the rave came to get all, bring All Time Low all their coffees. And they drink a lot of cold brew. <laughs> it that's was relatable same yeah <laughs> but um that's funny um so this was um so you were like in milwaukee at this point like i actually was i think i was in watertown at that point we uh did a brief stint in watertown for maybe maybe five six years um and my dad mm -hmm. is a huge support system when it comes to all things music um him and my aunt have always been very, very creative based. So luckily I was able to find rides at like 13 years old to the rave. Awesome. And the fucking rave. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I have my own opinions about the rave, but I have seen some good shows there. There's, there's always good shows there every once in a while. Um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you started just kind of, so it started at a local scale. Mm -hmm. um, so after you got, so how did your first like press pass experience go? It went actually, well, it was terrifying, of course, like being between the crowd and the stage, like it, I'll never forget that feeling. Like it was like the sense of being starstruck, but also like, oh shit, I need to make sure these look good. <laughs> Um, it went really well though for my first time. Um, I was able to get a photo pass without a publication, which was very rare. Uh, Ray Rolden um, was doing press for Yellow Card at that time. And he was the first to ever actually give a, give a shit about me. So I just, I'll always remember that and never, never really take that for granted. Awesome, shout out to him. Absolutely, absolutely. He's an amazing man. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so what um like yeah, what was the music like you grew up on? What did you gravitate towards? I always gravitated towards like the alternative, like something that has a little bit of an edge. Um, but then growing up, I grew up on a lot of uh like heavy metal, like classic rock, and then on my mom's side would have been like new kids on the block and boy bands and things of that sort. But um, my dad's also really into the blues. So that's been a huge influence on me as well. Cool. Awesome. It's pretty eclectic. Mm -hmm. um, so right. Do you like post hardcore? Um, I went through a phase where I was really into it. <laughs> but I guess it kind of depends on the band. You ever listen to me without you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do love them. <laughs> I was listening to them earlier. I'm I'm getting in, so I'm late as fuck. All right, like 
you're talking about being late to this whole like macbook shit right now right right i'm late to emo and post hardcore and i've been getting into it the last couple months and i'm in like this uh post hardcore phase right now so i was listening to some me without you records earlier and they're fucking awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a good band you're getting into the emo music in the middle of this uh craziness how you doing there (laughs) um i'll let you uh draw your own conclusion to that um yeah no i mean i'm i found that i connected a lot of emo music in uh, like an atmospheric like introspective way Mm -hmm. but um so after your first experience with like the prospects and everything like how did you continue building from there um, I worked my butt off. I I talked to a lot of photographers that were like older and more experienced and uh, really just tried to get the feel and the advice from as many people as I could because I was going in blind. Um, I pitched myself to hundreds, at least hundreds of local publications, whether it was just websites, whether it was like print magazines, things like that. Um, I eventually started my own for a little while. It was like a music platform slash booking agency, just trying to give artists as much attention as they could because as myself being a new starting out artist, not very known at all, I wanted to do the same for musicians and just other creatives in the area as well. Oh, awesome. Um, So when were you like permanently in the Milwaukee area? Uh, It's been... I moved right after I graduated high school, so it's been maybe six years, seven years. Oh, sure. Um, Did you graduate class of 2013 or 14? Uh, I graduated early, so I think it would have been 2013. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I was 14, so I guess we're the same age then. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, what was the, like, the Milwaukee scene like at that time, like, when you first, like, infiltrated it? lots of metal bands everyone was playing metal music and if you played pop music the metal guys all hated you now all the metal guys play pop music that is true <laughs> shout out to uh after our animals <laughs> they're playing some pop music but with like a metal twist in a way absolutely yeah Armon actually uh was one of the first bands that i ever photographed um abide by me Oh, yeah. I would shoot them at a high voltage cafe in a bowling alley in Mayville, Wisconsin. So it was like the smallest venue. <laughs> Interesting. Man, that's quite a uh, that's quite a um, intimate space for a metal show. Yeah, it was an interesting time. <laughs> mm. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, yeah. So did you invest in earplugs pretty early on then? Because I imagine that's really loud. <laughs> oh, no, I was very, I was a dumb kid. I was very like, I don't need those. Like, it'll impact me from hearing the music, man. Like, why would I do that? And uh, yeah, now I'm, uh, now I'm invested in like the, the custom molded, like I need them. Otherwise, I'm going to be deaf by the time I'm 30. Honestly, though, with yeah. as many shows <laughs> as people like us going to, exactly, like your when your ears are ringing when you go to bed that night, and they're still ringing when you wake up. Not a good time. Not a good time. That's rock and roll, though. 
it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's worth it. I've seen some of the, I've had some of the most fun nights of my life through that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, um, we're, we're like, so would you say like you're primarily like in the metal scene, like when you're doing it or like, were you outside of it too? Um, when it comes to locally, I'd say primarily metal, just because that's really like what I had access to. And um, that's like the bands that I was befriending at the time. Um, and then there were a few, I, well, I shouldn't say a few. There was one pop band. Um, I used to take pictures of mechanical kids all the time, sure. uh, which that I think is what kind of skyrocketed me into more pop music. Oh. But yeah, lots of metal bands because that's what there was. Yeah, for sure. Um, what were some good ones? What were some good metal bands back then? Oh, uh, I don't know if you'd consider them like metal, but Whispered Hollows was definitely a favorite. Um, we used to do a lot of uh, Sleep Seraph Sleep shows. Um, we would do like Abide By Me and uh, For The Record and things like that, just because those are the people we were friends with, um, which they were fun. It was a lot of fun shows. I wouldn't listen to that now, but back then that was my favorite. So. Yeah, awesome. Um, so, um, yeah, what, uh, like, what about music photography really, like, kind of, like, what did, what did you gravitate towards about it? Like, um, well, I guess you could say the atmosphere was a huge, huge play in that. And uh, the people, I mean, music is one of the main arts that really just, like, makes you genuinely feel something and genuinely connect to everyone else in the room like you could get a room full of several thousand people and everyone's there for the same reason or well most everyone (laughs) but uh it's just the connecting like music makes you feel something and being able to capture that and make someone who maybe missed the show get any ounce of the same feeling through an image um i think that's really important and i think it's a really powerful powerful way to look at the art form if that makes sense Mm -hmm. It's the closest thing we have to magic. Absolutely. I forgot who said that to me first, but ever since someone said that to me, it's resonated so profoundly. Uh, Were you still doing like the press pass sort of thing like over the years? Yeah, I was doing it off and on, just working um, like sporadically for different online publications. Um, I did a lot of work with Stage Right Secrets, which they're a smaller online publication. that I'd say I was with them for maybe six years, seven years now. Oh, dope. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, tell me about them. I'd love to hear more. Um, they cover all kinds of music. Uh, they were mostly online, just like a website with articles and whatnot. But now they do a print issue. Um, it's through like ISSU, like I-S-S-U, I think it's called. Um, but it's it's great. They're They're a great team. Um, I think it's really cool that they do cover everything and just give a voice to a lot of artists that wouldn't normally be heard. Awesome. That's, hey, that's the most, that's a incredibly important job in, uh, you know, being, doing the music journalism. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have met even, even half of the people that I know now and uh, just doing interviews and photos for them. I've gotten some really amazing opportunities. So I'm really thankful for that. Hell yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. How are you operating now? Like, I know you have a website, but do you like, 
are you like commission based right now and everything? Uh, I do have a website. So it's pretty much just uh, like day rate or like contract work. Um, it really depends. I've been doing a lot of non-music stuff these days just because obviously we're not having shows and we don't have things like that. But um, I'm still doing like portrait and like promotional stuff for artists. So it's pretty much just someone will email me or text me like, hey, do you have an opening? Like, can we book a session? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Um, yeah, so uh, what have been like um, some of like your favorite artists or shows that you've uh, shot like in the last like year, would you say? Um, well, the only show I've shot this year. Oh is, yeah, well, uh... <laughs> I should say, I should say pre-COVID that, you know that past year you know the the so that would make like the last two years right right um i uh, it's tough that's definitely been more than a year ago but paramore really sticks out as probably my favorite favorite that i photographed um i was one of the two photographers in the pit and like i grew up listening to them so it was a very like transcendent experience yeah um yeah, honestly, like last year just seems so far away now with everything going on. Yeah. Um, but I think the one that'll probably stick out the most to me is um, I've continuously done work with Barnes Courtney and uh, I've been allowed to kind of have creative freedom with a lot of that. Um, he's got a very like Mick, Mick Jagger, like vintage rock and roll look, which really fits my style very well. And we work really well together. So I think Barnes is probably the one that sticks out the most for me with that. He a Milwaukee artist? He is from the UK. I think he's living in Seattle now though. Oh, wow. How'd you get in touch with him? Uh, Stage Rate Secrets actually. Oh, I uh, did an interview with them and um, the photo shoot that we did during that interview and session was actually the EP cover for one of his first EPs. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's super cool. Um, yeah, like, um, I guess a better question would be like in the last couple of years, like what have been, um, what's like, you know, a venue that you had always like wanted to shoot, shoot at and got the opportunity to? Um, I've shot at like every venue in Milwaukee at this point, but I think the most like wow moment was probably Summerfest at the amphitheater. Um, just thousands upon thousands of people on this massive stage getting to shoot that is pretty, pretty surreal. Yeah. What was the show? I've done a couple there now, but um, the last one would have been, uh, I think it was Panther Fest for Mr. Wives um, and Kiara. Uh, there were quite a few people on that. Mr. Wives. I saw them at Lollapalooza. Uh, like four years ago, I think. I don't. Damn, what year were they at Pantherfest? It's been a few years. Yeah. I'd say maybe three years ago. I only went to Pantherfest my freshman year at UWN, so I, I never went after that. So, yeah, I don't know. But that's, I mean, that's still pretty cool, though. For mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah, and um. What are some of like your favorite local artists that you shot with? Raina, Raina's number one. Those are my Love girls. Raina. Um, I, Raina. 
love them so much. They're such incredible humans and just, it's an honor to be able to create with, uh, especially two women. And I strictly create with them like constantly, like we're always pushing out content. Um, otherwise, uh, Immortal Girlfriend and Amanda Huff are some really, really big favorites. Uh, Clear Pioneer, my boys. Those are some of my dearest friends. They're so funny. <laughs> They're great. They're goofy. I love them so much. Um, but there's honestly so many. Milwaukee has such an underrated amount of talent. So I can't say enough good things about so many of the artists here. Absolutely. I, yeah, I love Immortal Girlfriend very much. And it's cool to see Will and Kevin um, branching off into their solo projects mm -hmm. right now. Um, shout out to Black Challenger. Yeah, course. absolutely. Those two can do everything. It's kind of mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're so like soft spoken and like reserved, but they're just. They just like love the fact that like can play their instruments in front of a bunch of people. And I absolutely, I, they're such good dudes. <laughs> absolutely. And Amanda Hoff, I can't give enough love to. She is like, like she is easily one of the best vocalists, artists, and just human beings in the city. And I know she's going to like be all bashful. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whenever she hears about that, you know, whenever <laughs> she hears someone like gas her up, but, but like, really though, like she's her vocal range and her performances and her out, like her recordings and the new project she's working on right now, you win the trip yeah. project is so her cool. and William are just as they, they bounce ideas off of each other. That's like electricity. Like it's just, I love seeing those two interact and the first time I even met Amanda I was like I was genuinely nervous because of how talented she is yeah and same here. the best images those are some of my favorite images I've taken in the almost 10 years I've been doing this oh yeah yeah like you'd be yeah like it's easy to get intimidated by someone who is just so widely recognized in so and many musicals cool. Like yeah. she's like a cool, cool person. Oh, certainly. <laughs> she's like she's so down to earth. And even though she's one of the most popular Milwaukee artists, she still will interact with you and engage with you mm -hmm. as if you're the only person in the room. You know, that's what I aspire to be. Mm -hmm. is no like, matter how much recognition you get, like you still like, you know, are very encouraging to others in the scene and like you're you give your time and energy to like those that just take a genuine interest in like what you're doing and like she is just like she's so remarkable I can't wait to see what she does next me too me too yeah um yeah definitely um so you said you're since you know the lack of shows and since March sucks really <laughs> yeah. it's just terrible um, how have you been keeping busy since then? Um, I have a day job. I actually do photography and uh, marketing and kind of a jack of all trades at the uh, Bobblehead Museum. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. It's, it's an interesting place, but it's, it's great. I mean, it's really, it has kind of gotten me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, not just because of the creepy little bobbleheads, but... <laughs> um that's that's taken up a lot of time like you know 40 hours a week 
Um, and then now I've been doing a lot of painting and uh, reading and just really just trying to keep my mind moving. Um, and then recently, the last two months, I've been fully booked with sessions um, outdoor. Uh, I actually just recently did a new session with Reina that I'm really excited for us to release. Cool. Looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I saw on your website that you also do weddings. Yes. Um, it's always uh, fun. You you get to enjoy a lot of uh, fall colors this time of year doing the exactly. wedding photography. Unfortunately, there's uh, I went from six weddings this year to two, but um, the last one I did was at a this um, I think it would be considered just like an estate, and it had like a beautiful garden, and it was a gorgeous wedding. I was very very lucky that we were still able to make it happen. Nice, yeah. I'm a wedding server at the Astor Hotel downtown. So, you know, I don't quite know how I feel about, um, you know, serving food to people getting married right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't really know how I feel about that, but I can't say no to money. So. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a blessing and a curse. Like, I feel like it's hard to like complain when it's like we have the opportunity to make money during this time. But as someone who is actually immunocompromised, it's it's a scary time. Like I'm happy to be able to make money, but then seeing people not like wear a mask over their nose or not wear a mask at all and just going out to bars and clubs is pretty exhausting. <laughs> yeah, oh, wholeheartedly agreed. Like, especially in, in like gig economy, you mm -hmm. know, like, folks like yourself you know that do mm -hmm. photography and or other folks that do like that work with other creatives that some of them some of which don't have the energy to create right now because the world is literally on fire yeah like you know it's it's tough to be a creative right now because everyone is sort of handling it differently and everyone still has to be like responsible and uh, follow protocols and um yeah man we thought 2020 would be the year milwaukee music pops off but <laughs> exactly we thought <laughs> right yeah but there's still been a lot of great music coming out this year though um we've been uh working hard to publish as much as we can on breaking on the ring and We've heard a lot of great stuff this year, though. Um, so I know you also do personal photography, too. I do. And that is what I also want to talk about. It's like, I guess, like, do you, do you feel like you have, like, underlying themes in your photography, like, things that just, like, fascinate you that you like to convey as, like, you know, messages or whatever, like, in your photography? Like, what, or aesthetically, like, what interests you in your personal work? Um, I think, I mean, I guess everything that would interest me in my personal work does kind of translate into my, like, live music and promotional work. Um, I like conveying emotion as much as possible, like, whether it's through a shadow or, like, the placement of the person or object in the image, um, and color. Color is a big thing to me. You can make something look 
dark and bleak and just sad and then just by changing like a couple hues you can make it look like it's like beautiful and uh happy and just like completely changing the emotion just with a couple clicks in the colors yeah you're absolutely right since i discovered all the features of editing photos on the iphone my pictures are turning out so much more like contrasted Mm-hmm. <laughs> playing with like the vibrance and uh, the brightness and the highlights the sharpness so what are you currently shooting with i'd love to hear about your camera um evolution um well i've always been as diy as possible like money has kind of money's kind of always been tight um but I was lucky enough to upgrade a couple lenses this year um, just while I've had some downtime. So my camera right now is a Canon 5D Mark III. Um, and then I've got just various lenses ranging from like a 24 to 105, um, a couple zoom lenses. Uh, I like the Sigma Art series just because of uh, how the color translates and just how like smooth the image looks with it like it just those are definitely my favorite like photos don't have to be perfect like even if they're like soft or a little out of focus like it's just I don't know it's there's something about it I'm kind of the least like technical photographer like I just am kind of winging it with some of the stuff but I love what I'm doing so there you go hey there's there's lots of appeal to like lo-fi aesthetics or whatever like you know it's all personal to you you know exactly yeah exactly what so once shows are a thing again hopefully within the next year like what will be your continued goals with uh shooting um i uh I don't know i mean i'm i'm kind of open to a lot of things like i would love to travel more to whether it's shows or just going out to shoot like editorial stuff like uh just kind of expanding my horizons more with things of that sort um i would love to tour again it's been a long time since i've done that so we didn't talk about that you toured uh yeah not not too not too much but um just with some local artists uh my last run was with dream house and uh their new their new video um i forgot what song it was but they they made a really amazing video just like mm-hmm. to go dreamhouse is a dope band yeah absolutely like Derek especially is uh just so creative in like every way like he also does like uh photography and videography now uh he has his studio so he does uh mixing mastering like audio engineer stuff and dreamhouse so it's it was a pleasure to be able to work with him and then all of the other bandmates. Like Brianna has become a really close friend of mine. Uh, it's just surrounding yourself with that level of creativity is just really inspiring. You would hope so in terms of goals, like you would hope to have that experience again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's exhausting. It's a tiring, like dirty, like fast paced thing at uh, most points. And then at some points it's just very uh, boring like the long, like 10 hour drives, things like that. But I love it. I love it. It's, it's difficult. I'll never say that it's an easy thing to do, but it's, 
I don't know. There's just something about it that I just, I love it so much. And whether it's traveling with a band and taking photos every night or doing it on my own, like it's just, it's something special. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Um, what software do you, do you, do you use to edit? Uh, Lightroom, Photoshop, things like that. Oh. Trying to get into Illustrator. <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah. Um, I use Adobe Premiere very easy to use um but yeah one day i hope to have a better setup myself um me too <laughs> yeah. yeah well ariel thank you so much for being on the show today um this was fun it was great to like actually hear more about your work and you know what inspires you and uh yeah i uh i look forward to the day i see you at another show and uh you know, just, yeah, it gets a bask in that sense of community again, because God knows we're all yearning for it like crazy. Of course. And thank you for having me. I love what you do with this podcast. I think it's a really important resource to have in the Milwaukee scene, especially. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. So on our way out, I ask everyone the same two questions on our way out. What keeps you up at night? Um, Insomnia. <laughs> Um, actually though, like, I feel like my mind is always going very fast paced. Like my mind is always racing, like thinking about things that I need to do or thinking about things that I want to do. Like who needs sleep? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the type where like, I'm not going to go to sleep until like I get my agenda fulfilled Same. for that day. What puts you to sleep though? Um, whiskey <laughs> yes definitely whiskey for, for me it's it's beer but that's a good uh you know it's good to especially to like unwind with these days mm -hmm. when you know there's so much anxiety about like what's going to happen tomorrow of course yeah cbd has also been a big thing too um I actually work with uh, Vance Global. Um, I'm one of their partners and uh, they have awesome products. So that's helped me with like sleep, anxiety, things like that too. So definitely would recommend. <laughs> so if folks want to get uh, in touch with you about doing a shoot, they can just go to your website. Yep, absolutely. There's a contact form on that. Otherwise, um, I know a lot of photographers don't like it, but I don't care. You can message me on social media. If uh, you're a friend and you have my number, shoot me a text. Like, any way you want to get a hold of me, I'll make it happen. Hell yeah. Thank you again for being on the show. This awesome. Thank you. Your bet. Uh, for everyone watching, uh, be sure to check out um, Ariel's work um she's got a facebook page which i'll be tagging and uh as well as a website and uh we look forward to uh shows again one day um <laughs> thank you for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time